The following is a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society. If we are faithful as Christians, the Bible teaches that we will receive rewards someday. But is it possible that Christians can someday lose rewards in heaven? What does the Bible say about this? Stay tuned and we'll talk about it. This is the Grace in Focus radio broadcast and podcast coming to you from the Grace Evangelical Society. Welcome, thank you for joining us. If you want to know more about us and our brand of free grace theology, look us up at faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. You can find out there where we are having regional conferences and you can read our daily blog, faithalone.org. Now here with today's discussion are Bob Wilkin and Steve Elkins. We're going to answer a question from someone named Paul and the header says loss of rewards in heaven question mark. Interesting question, right? So here's what his question is. Is it possible that a person can lose rewards in heaven? If that is the case, are there only certain bad deeds that could cause a believer to lose his reward? And he goes on to say, if one faithfully obeys Christ, maybe not perfectly, for a period of time, but then backslides into disobedience for a period of time, did he lose his honor in heaven. So can people lose eternal rewards? Well, I would say absolutely not in the sense of rewards and treasures that we're storing in heaven. There are too many verses that say what we treasure up in heaven, Thesaurizo from Thesaurus. Yeah. Matthew 6. Yeah, Matthew 6, 19 and 20. Thieves do not break in and steal and moth and rust don't destroy. They're being preserved for us. And 2 Timothy 1.12 says that Jesus himself is guarding what we've deposited in heaven, like a prison guard guards a guards right. a prisoner, if you will. Paul says, For this reason I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep the paratheke, the deposit, what you might deposit, this word was used to deposit one's billfold or, or valuables at an inn in the safe for safekeeping. And that's the way it is with the Lord. He's got our what we've deposited in our good works and serving him, storing treasure in heaven, and he's guarding them until that day. And that day refers to the Bema, the judgment seat right. of Christ. All through Second Timothy, that day refers to the Bema and when we receive rewards. Okay, now a lot of people think, however, that that verse is talking about eternal security. Right. And, of course, mm-hmm. eternal security is under there because I'm not going to get rewards if I'm not going to be there. Right. right. But that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about that which he has deposited. Exactly. And probably the word committed to him throws people off because in Lordship Salvation circles, you've got to do a certain amount of committing yourself to the Lord. But it's not committing yourself. It's committing those deeds. Exactly. Because the word what is a noun, paratheke, and it means deposit. I know that he's able to keep the deposit that I've laid up there until that day. Yeah, in fact, there's a verse in Philippians 4.17. Basically, the book of Philippians is kind of like Paul's thank you letter for the support he's gotten and a request for more money. He says in 4.17, not that I seek the gift, but that which will accrue to your account. Right. Well, we all have kind of an eternal rewards account. Exactly. We're laying up. So in that sense, those can't be lost. Right. Those can't be lost. On another hand, though, even rewards 
could be forfeited in the sense that I didn't do the things necessary to earn the rewards that I could have gotten. Right. So that's a little bit different. I haven't gotten them yet, but I could have gotten them, but I didn't get what I could have gotten. Another thing would be motive. If my motive is wrong, (laughs) even if I do a rewardable act, for example, in Matthew 6, if I give so as to be seen by men, the giving itself is rewardable. Yeah. But if my motive is to be seen by men, Jesus says, that's your reward in full. Exactly. But let's make it very clear that to have a motive for getting the reward is absolutely not wrong. It's commendable. In fact, Jesus at the end says, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Exactly. And in Hebrews 4, he's actually condemning the children of Israel because they weren't motivated by the reward of entering the promised land and earning it and winning it through the obedience and so forth necessary to get it. But the Word of God can examine our heart, even our intents and motives, uh, it says in Hebrews 4. They didn't have the right motives. They weren't motivated by rewards. We've got to be motivated by rewards. Okay, so if we do good deeds or say the right things, etc., with the right motives, then we are laying up treasure in heaven and we are laying up some sort of deposit, right? Right. I call that in my book, The Road to Ward, Instant Winners. Those, the minute we do them, they're secure. Amen. It's coming. It'll be here before you know it. What am I talking about? The Grace Evangelical Society's National Conference 2024. It will take place May the 20th through the 23rd at Camp Copus, an absolutely beautiful campground in North Texas, right on the lake with lots of recreation, great food, a great place to stay, wonderful fellowship, and wonderful free grace Bible teaching. It is time to start planning and getting registered for the National Conference 2024, May the 20th through the 23rd. Hope to see you there. But aren't there other verses that say we must endure in order to have these endurance prizes? Exactly. And let's call rewards and treasures in heaven one thing. Yeah. And though this next item is a reward, technically, let's call it the inheritance. Okay, the inheritance. And the inheritance is consistently based, especially on endurance. It's based on suffering, too. But endurance and endurance through the suffering and staying with it to the end. And that's necessary over and over in verses in Hebrews that we are his medicoy if we hold fast our confession firm until the end. He's able to save to that end those who draw near to him in prayer, it says in Hebrews. Yeah. We've got to stay with it to the end. That's the big theme for endurance in Hebrews is this carrot of the inheritance that's laid out, namely the inheriting of the kingdom so as to be co-rulers with Christ, one of those whom at the very beginning of the book— he says, are anointed alongside of Christ to rule and reign in the kingdom. And can that be forfeited? It can be because we could fail to persevere. We could fail to endure. But that's not something you have yet. It's not something we the have The other yet. treasure we're talking about or the deposit, that you get the moment you do it. Yeah. Now, there's a, a little mystery to it in that does God know whether we're going to get it or not? He does. And in Hebrews 12, talking about the firstborns, plural, right? he says their names are registered in heaven, the firstborns. He knows who they're going to be, those yeah. co-heirs. We don't yet. Yeah. And that's pretty exciting. I want to be one. Yes. I know you do, too. Oh, amen. There's a lot of related words like approval. We long for his approval. And in Romans 16, one of the men, uh, I guess it's Apelles, is approved in Christ. There are a number of things related to this, but this theme of 
ruling with Christ and associated rewards only if we endure and persevere, it's from Matthew to Revelation, right? It's everywhere. It's in all the Gospels. I mean, I think of Matthew 24, 45 to 51, the parable of the just and the unjust servant. Right. He's doing well. He's feeding his servants. He's going to be made a ruler in the life to come. And then he takes his eyes off Christ and says, my Lord delays his coming. And he begins to beat his fellow servants and drink with the drunkards. And the Lord's going to give him a verbal tongue lashing and there's no rulership for him. You have that running all the way through in the parable of the meanest. You've got one of the guys that doesn't endure and he's not going to rule at all. The same thing in the parable of the four soils in Luke 8, the interpretation 11 to 15. Only the third and fourth soils are going to rule. The second soil falls away and that's going to miss out on ruling. It's not laid out clearly, but it's there. And you have it, 2 Timothy 2.12, if we endure, we mm-hmm. shall also reign with him. And there are verses, you know, in the epistles where Paul's certain of rewards that his fellow workers are going to get. Yes. So on one hand, rewards and treasures we store. What did you call it? There's instant winners. Instant winners. And yeah. perseverance prizes. Instant winners. And we know that's secure because the Lord himself is guarding it for us, 2 Timothy 1.12. But like you say, the inheritance is forfeitable. We've got to endure to the end, and that's something we've got to shoot for. And what you're hitting here is the expression inheriting the kingdom. Right. It occurs a lot in the New Testament. It occurs in three vice lists mm. in 1 Corinthians yeah. 6, 9 to 11, Galatians 5, 19 to 21, Ephesians 5, 5 to 7. All three are misinterpreted by many scholars who say you're not going to get in the kingdom unless you're enduring in righteousness. For sure, the deeds of the flesh will keep us from inheriting the kingdom as believers. Not being in it. But ruling in it. But ruling in it. I think Hodges made the point there's a difference between being in somebody's house and owning the house. Amen. If you are an heir, you're a part owner in that house. If you're an heir of the kingdom, then you have a partial rulership or ownership of the kingdom. Bob, I owe you so much for so many things you've taught me over the years. But one of them, illustration of the two kinds of rewards we're talking about here, is Solomon. He's one who's going to be rich in the kingdom. Yes. He's got a lot of rewards waiting for him, no doubt. Will he be a co-heir? Doesn't look like it because he didn't finish well. He, he finished died really as an poorly. idolater. And yeah. in the list, idolaters won't inherit the kingdom. Exactly. So sorry, Solomon, for that. He'll regret it. On the other hand, you've got a Samson yeah. who was a rounder, if there ever was one, and you know wasted his life, really. But you know what? He finished strong, and he's in the list of Metacoy in Hebrews chapter 11. Yeah. So oh, one final thing. What are these instant winners, and what are the perseverance prizes? In other words, what is this treasure in heaven in Matthew 6? Well, in particular, I think of using our monies for the Lord's work. Or, uh, you mean you think there'll be money in the kingdom? I know there's going to be money in the kingdom. There's no question about that. And there's material goods and things like that as well, and lands and so forth, and commerce. So we could use all that to God's glory, which will bring us yeah. more joy, too. And, and Luke 6 talks about, I love, is one of my favorite stories to envision, is a fellow who forgave the debts yes. of the people <laughs> who owed his boss money because he knew he was about to be fired and out on the street. And so Jesus praised him for his shrewdness, and he says, we need to be like that in this sense. We need to use our unrighteous mammon, which is money, right, and win friends with it, namely sharing the gospel with them, but using our monies to do that, and those friends will greet us into the eternal dwellings. 
Wow. What a great reward that's going to be. That's treasure in heaven. It is. Okay, now on the other hand, the Perseverance Prizes, uh, one of those is inheriting the kingdom and ruling, but in the book of Revelation, it includes things like the right to the tree of life, the right to the hidden manna, to eat the hidden manna, a special white stone with a nickname on it that only you and Jesus know, uh, special white garments, right? Right. And there are several other rewards for the rulers. But the point is, we won't want to miss out on any of it. No, and no doubt it's all of those rewards could be boiled down maybe to the joy and increased ability to appreciate the Lord's presence in a way that we wouldn't otherwise. Great. Now, Paul, great question. So, no, you can't lose up that which you've deposited, but you can lose ruling with Christ, inheriting the kingdom and the associate rewards because you haven't won that yet. That, in order to win, you must persevere. Well, thanks for listening. And keep grace in focus. We would love to know where you are when you are listening to us. Please take a short minute to send us the call letters of this station and the city where you are listening and how many times a week you listen. Thank you. You will be helping us with our stewardship. Send it to radio at faithalone.org. That's radio at faithalone.org. We are so thankful for our financial partners who keep us on the air. Every gift is tax deductible and very much appreciated. If you'd like to find out how you can give, go to faithalone.org. On the next episode, is believing in Christ's finished work the same as believing Him for eternal life? I hope you'll join us. Until then... Let's keep grace in focus. The proceeding has been a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.